You're listening to the Morrowology Podcast. It's all about Morrow County, Ohio. I'm really glad I stayed till the end for this one. In the studio today is your hosts, Mike Wilson and Joey Powell. Ahoy from far away there, Mikeamus. Hey there, Joey. Good to hear your voice. Glad everybody at your house is getting better. Oh my gosh, the COVID came to visit, sir. The vid, oh, I heard. The vid or the Rona. You know, I've heard it called multiple things, but uh, it came to visit and uh, we're all... Um, healthy none of us got really really sick which is good um but now we've got a natural immunity mike so yay <laughs> yeah um the biggest thing is isaac was so upset because he had to miss school um and that he really loves school so that was a huge uh down downer for him so yeah but that's all right we're all healthy and we're back and so, folks we are sorry that we missed uh last week but uh I was running a fever and uh totally not in any shape to um to uh have uh Mike here at the house to do the recording but Mike on January the 26th starting at 5:30 it's science night at Cardington Elementary School and then oh. on uh, January 30th we have the groundhog program with Big G and Scat at Headwaters at uh on uh, County Road uh, uh, 76, right behind the sheriff's office there, yeah. Home Road. You, you should know that road number, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then on uh, February the 3rd at 6 p.m., we have Stuff the Pig uh, Scholarship Fund. The Morrow County women are dedicated to the local community um, as well as their prosperity of the young ladies in the county, and they'll be helping to further their education. We would love for you to join us for our annual fundraising event to celebrate these ladies in raising scholarship funds. Your involvement helps us give back. Um, and then, Mike, I know that you have been waiting for this for quite some time. Um, you, my friend, I'm sure would want to join us for the karaoke contest at the End Zone Bar and Grill it is a new um, thing for us that I wanted to share. So starting on February the 4th and then going every Friday, uh, February the 11th, February 18th, February 25th, and March 4th at 8 p.m. at the End Zone Bar and Grill, we are having a karaoke contest to benefit Mar Little Theater. Each Friday night, participants will donate $10 to enter the contest, and each week we will choose two winners. Uh, we'll choose two winners uh, to move forward to the ground, uh, the grand finale on March 4th. The grand prize was donated by Finley's Entertainment and is a set of VIP tickets to Freedom Fest on July the 1st and 2nd. Uh, this contest is sponsored by Finley's Entertainment, Betsy Wright, Remax Achievers, Broom Sisters of Morrow County, Native Karaoke and DJ Service, and the End Zone Bar and Grill. And I especially want to throw a special shout-out to uh, Lindsay Warner and Betsy Wright for uh, really pushing and, and making this happen for us. This is going to be a fun event um, every Friday night at 8 p.m. at the End Zone. So you come out, get some good food, get a drink or two in you to help you sing. Um, that's always... Uh, you know, that always helps a little bit for most people. Um, I don't know, Mike, does it help you if uh, you have a drink or two to, to get Dan, uh, singing? <laughs> well, my drink would be Pepsi or Coke, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, uh, let's see here, what do we got going on? Um, February the 19th is Mom Prom at Hope Cabins. Uh, you definitely don't want to miss this. Uh, it was canceled in 2020. 
um, and they're bringing it back. It is a benefit. Um, so I know many of you know, but go on Facebook and uh, search Morrow County Mom Prom, and you'll find it. It's from 7 to 10 p.m. Uh, it's, from what I understand, a great time. And this year, Angela's going to go. So I uh, look forward to having the kids while she gets to go out and have some fun with friends. And then, Mike, it is coming up faster than we know. It's like a little over a month away. Do you know what I'm talking about? I do know what you're talking about. The Carhartt Convention. Yahoo! 42nd Annual Consignment Sale being held at the Mark County Fairgrounds on February the 26th at 9 a.m. Grab your Carhartt bibs and coat as well as your warm socks. It's the consignment sale, and it is coming tomorrow, County. Um, and then, Mike, I don't have anything else uh, that I was able to really capture this week except for Freedom Fest, and that is uh, that's going to be an awesome awesome, awesome time for um, most people uh, if you're into music of any kind. Um, So Freedom Fest Ohio is July 1st and 2nd, and it's brought to you by Finley Entertainment. Celebrate freedom with, on Friday night, July 1st, they have uh, the Nate Williams Band and Austin French, um, and the headliner that night is Crowder. So those are, I believe, Christian uh, music bands, Christian rock bands, uh, on Friday night, and that starts at 6.30, and I believe Crowder takes the stage at about 9-ish. Um, and then on Saturday, the 2nd of July, join Scott Stevens, Heath Sanders, Rodney Atkins, uh, and headliner Justin Moore on the stage. Tickets are on sale now, Mike, so you can go to freedomfestohio.com to get your tickets. And that is www.freedomfestohio.com. So that actually looks like it's going to be a great time. And of course, you know, I um, mentioned earlier that uh, uh, Steve Finley from Finley Entertainment uh, donated our VIP passes, parking pass, and a meal uh, pass uh, for that set for our karaoke contest we're having. Um, so a uh, big shout out to uh, Finley Entertainment there. And uh, Mike, I don't know if you have seen this or not, but uh, this is going to be huge. They're expecting something like 8,000 people potentially. And Joey, I don't think that you mentioned uh, where this is going to be held, which will be the uh, Morrow County Fairgrounds. Yeah, so the Morrow County Fairgrounds, they're going to turn it on its head. It looks like the stage and stuff is going to be right behind the Junior Fair building uh, mm-hmm. with parking basically everywhere. Um, I do know that there's a lot of folks um, getting together to make this happen. I know I had a conversation with Steve myself on how Mar Little Theater could help um, because this is, uh, this is one of the biggest events I think that uh, has ever hit Morrow County. Um, and I remember when Toby Keith came to town um, years and years ago at the fair. So that is um, super, super exciting there. We have the Mystery Club Dinner Theater on February the 11th and 12th at 7 p.m. at Trinity United Methodist Church. This is for Mar Little Theater. Um, if you are interested in getting tickets for that, please call 419 751 2177. Leave me a voicemail and I will get back with you because I will need to make sure that we also take your form of payment right away um, so that we can get uh, the CIC group at Trinity is going to be um, creating the meal for us. Um, we're almost settled on the um, the menu for that, but it's going to be a great time. So it's a youth show. It's called the mystery club. There's actually uh, two one acts that are going to go together for this. 
Um, so it's going to be a great time. Uh, it's, you know, four couples or not for couples. There will be 12 tables of six at each table. So there'll be kind of plenty of arm room. We're going to try and space as much as possible. Um, but the good news, Mike, I don't know if you've seen the numbers or not, but everything looks like it is starting that Ohio may have started to peak. Uh, for the Omicron variant of COVID-19, and we're on the downhill slide, or hopefully we're at that peak and we're going to start. Now, the one thing we saw in the UK and in South Africa is those numbers dropped drastically. Mm-hmm. Uh, not quite as fast as they went up, but really, um, really fast. Uh, they were starting to drop in those countries, which is really good news for us. And um, the fact that you know most people um, aren't having... Um, as you know, severe of reactions is a huge plus for us. Um, and then Russ Mayer wanted to shout out to Russ because he sent us a uh, an event that is going on um, on March the twelfth from eight a.m. to three thirty p.m. It's the two thousand twenty two Small Farm Conference and Trade Show at Ohio State University Mansfield campus. And that is 1760 University Drive, Mansfield, Ohio, 44906. You can call for more information or to reserve your spot at 419-947-1070. And again, that is the uh, Morrow County OSU Extension Office. And Mike, that um, university, I don't know, most people might know, if you go down towards Meyer in Ontario, just drive right down and you'll see the uh, on the right-hand side, you'll see the turn-in for OSU Mansfield and North Central uh, Technical College. Yeah, that's Lexington Spring Mill Road. Yes, Lexington Spring Mill. I always get that mixed up. So, um, Let's see. I don't know that I have anything else. Okay. You got anything? I do not. I think you pretty much covered the uh, coming up events here. Join us for Freedom Fest Ohio, July 1st and 2nd, 2022 at the Morrow County Fairgrounds. Brought to you by Finley Entertainment. Celebrate freedom with the Nate Williams Band, Austin French, and headliner Crowder on July 1st, Friday night, starting at 6.30 p.m. Then on Saturday, July 2nd, join Scott Stevens, Heath Sanders, Rodney Atkins, and headliner Justin Moore. Tickets are on sale now. Visit FreedomFestOhio.com. Mara County flashback. Okay, let's go. All right, Mr. Mike, what and where are you taking us to this week? Well, we're taking us back to something I remember quite well, and that was 44 years ago this week, was the blizzard of 1978. Before your time, Joey. Uh, Way before my time. (laughs) Don't rub it in. Anyhow... Um, several years ago, Charles Mosier wrote a book uh, called Lest We Forget, and this is an article that he had written in there, and I'm just going to read his uh, account of the blizzard of 78. So uh, here we go. There had been a pattern of severe winter weather for several years in the late 1970s. Then in January of 1977, there was a blizzard that was described as the worst in 100 years. We never suspected that a worse winter would follow. During the first week of December 1977, a total of about 20 inches of snow had fallen, but it didn't get any better. According to the report from the National Weather Bureau at Toledo, the story on the stormy weather system that led to the 1978 blizzard began on the evening of January 8th. 
through the area, moved a series of small systems that left six inches of snow that was still on the ground in late January. My Ruth, uh, my wife Ruth, has reason to remember that storm. Late at night on Wednesday evening, January 25th, he was traveling north on icy U.S. Route 23 during a snowstorm to our home in Marion. She had nearly made it to State Route 95 when she could no longer see to drive in a whiteout. Her car slid, and she was stuck along the berm. A good Samaritan in a four-wheel drive vehicle with better traction stopped. He brought her home safely out of that growing storm that paralyzed travel over streets and roads for several days and took lives throughout the Northeast. With temperatures near freezing on Wednesday, a low from the Mississippi Valley and another low out of the Dakotas were moving into Ohio. The barometric pressure began to tumble. The winds reached a peak of 33 miles an hour and heavy snow warnings were posted. The late news Wednesday night carried a blizzard warning for overnight and Thursday. When the cold front came through about 4 a.m. with a strong blast of wind, the temperature dropped suddenly. The five inches of slush became ice and was soon topped by 15 inches of snow. Peak, peak gust of wind, wind were 53 miles per hour from the southwest at 9 a.m. The barometer fell to a record low of 28.488 inches. The blowing and drifting cannot be imagined by those who did not witness them. The wind, along with their load of ice, caused the utility wires to oscillate and break loose from the insulators. Cross lines tripped circuit breakers. Power went out over most of the area. Utility crews braved the storm to restore service, but many suffered great hardship since they depended on electricity not only for cooking and pumping water, but also for heating. Farmers struggled to reach their barns to care for the livestock. In Putnam County, agricultural losses were estimated at almost $400,000. This included stored crops, farm buildings and equipment, livestock, and dumped milk. The snowbound staff at radio station WMRN kept vigil reporting news of the progress of the storm. They alerted suffering families west of Marion that a train would proceed following along the tracks and pick up those without heat and light and bring them to shelters in Marion. Those with snowmobiles became heroes to those they rescued. Until it stopped snowing and the wind abated, it was impossible for the roads to be cleared. When the snowfall started out in near zero temperatures, they found stalled cars completely covered along the roads. It wasn't until the April uh, until the April that the last trace of the snowdrifts melted. A once-in-a-lifetime blizzard, we hope. So that was the blizzard of 78. And I remember we lived on Sunfish Road, and we <laughs> uh, the electricity kept going out and coming, coming back on. All the neighbors came to our house for some reason. And um, uh, the, the adults played cards. And us kids played games in the living room. When we had electricity, we were watching Governor Rhodes telling what's going on. And I have the barometer that my dad had in our living room. And on the back, he wrote 125.78. The barometer was at 28.47. So uh, 
there's a lot of memories of that storm. And uh, I'm sure there are folks out there that remember it. Of course, you don't. But now you've heard about it, Joey. Now, I've heard about it multiple times, Mike. And uh, each time I hear... I hear it. I hear it from different people and they share their stories and how, you know, they were affected by, it. you know, like um, there were a few people who said that, you know, it didn't seem like there was a ton of snow, but the snow drifts made it like virtually everything impassable. Um, and, yeah. that, you know, there's some pictures that I've seen around of some of the, uh, the big equipment that uh, ODOT had to use or the county had to use to, you know, try to get the roads passable. Um, I just can't imagine. Oh, it, it was it was quite an event, <laughs> and, and on top of that, about two years later, my dad decided we needed to go back to wood wood heat. So <laughs> we we a couple of years later had a wood stove in the house. <laughs> well, I got to tell you, um, I grew up with wood heat, and that is some of the the warmest heat. I think. Um, I mean, I have all electric now, but um, I always want to have a backup. Just to, so you know, if something like that ever happened, you would have you know at least some warmth. Whether you have electric or not is invalid. As long as you have some way to to cook, right? You could cook on a wood stove, uh, depending on the kind you had. Or oh, exactly. Whatever. Yeah. So awesome. Uh, do do you know? Does the uh, historical society have uh, any pictures and stuff out, or do they have all that put away for the big snowstorm? Um. You know what? I don't think we have anything in our collection, quite honestly. Um, so, yeah, that's, that'd be a good thing. Okay. And I, uh, I just yeah. was curious because uh, that would probably be something really cool. I know you guys are closed now until uh, probably April, uh, mm-hmm. but uh, that would be really, really cool. Yeah, it would. Um, yeah, 44 years ago, that would have been actually my senior year in uh, high school. And uh, not going to high school, put us down, of course. And, uh, it was it was quite an event. <laughs> wow, forty four years ago, man, Mike, that, that's a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. All yes, right. Is. Well, Mike, is there anything else for the flashback that you want to share? Uh, I think that's enough for for right now. Since I thought this was appropriate, since uh, it was forty four years ago this week. That this happened. Yeah, and uh, we're recording on Saturday, um, January the 22nd, so that's, uh, what, Tuesday maybe? Is that Tuesday? That is Tuesday, yes. Yeah, Tuesday. All right. All right, Mike, let's head back to present day. Okay. Hey, you. Yeah, you, listening here at Marawology. I know and you know that Valentine's Day is coming up and you have not purchased your tickets to the Mystery Club Dinner Theater that we're hosting on February 11th and 12th at 7 p.m. Mar Little Theater is putting on a youth production and we want to see you there for dinner and a show. Call 419-751-2177 to reserve your tickets. Join us at the End Zone Bar and Grill every Friday starting February 4th at 8 p.m. Only two winners from each week will move forward to Week 5's grand finale. The grand prize is two VIP passes, parking pass, and a meal pass to Freedom Fest held at Morrow County Fairgrounds. The grand prize is sponsored by Finley Entertainment. Join us on July 1st and 2nd for Freedom Fest. A special thank you to Finley Entertainment, Betsy Wright, Remax Achievers, Broom Sisters of Morrow County, Native Karaoke and DJ Service, and the Inzone Bar and Grill for making this event happen.